Hey, welcome back to episode number 45 of Action Action, the podcast that sets out to watch every action movie ever made and rank them against each other. We're in the middle of Halloween, so this week we watched Mandy. His fist closed around the serpent's eye. Strange and eternal. special one, Mandy. I, too, am a special one. Let us be so very special together. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is John, and with me, as always, is James and Dustin. How are you guys? Can't complain. Great. <laughs> James is great. James is great. I'm doing great. Sweet. So, we did a whole bunch of episodes, because Dustin's been gone. He's back with us now. You were over in Iceland yeah, for a short time. I think with what, London. your true people, really. <laughs> if you guys could see Dustin, you would understand that... <laughs> I'm I not think, Scandinavian, but I think that you got a. I feel at home there. Yeah. <laughs> How is the penis museum? So many dicks. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen that many dicks? No, never. Dustin. Okay, maybe once or twice, but I mean, this was up there for amount of dicks. Second, yeah. It's kind of gross, really. It's just a bunch of dicks in a jar, like in jars, preserved of every like animal. Well, I don't every. think Dustin. Oh, really? I don't think I James don't, knows what we're talking I don't about. Know oh, yeah, anything. you know, Iceland. There's a phallological museum. And oh. It's just a museum of various cocks. <laughs> so why would you want to go there? Well, I think for the novelty of it. Well, I guess yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got a picture of Jean standing beside a sperm whale dick, and it's about as tall as her. It's <laughs> a, a huge. It's a huge dick. <laughs> uh huh. Um, yeah, and then and they had like little weird thing. Like it was all this, you know, all these animal like animals, dicks, <laughs> junk in jars. And then there's like there's a human sample at the very end, and a human dick in a jar. Oh, whose is it? I forget. Some pretty donated it, I guess. <laughs> um, hmm. And uh, there's like little corners where they have like weird, jokey dick things related. Like there was like a coffee mug that was like a dick, and it said. Drink it, don't bite it, and I don't know, weird shit like that. Hmm. And yeah. then there's like a little gift shop at the end where you can buy various dick-related items. So it's just a big <laughs> running joke, the whole museum. I guess. I mean, I, 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 the guy who started it, I guess, I don't know why we're talking about this. The guy who started it, I guess, um, somebody gave him like some animal's dick when he was a kid as a, like a whip to use as a whip because like, he would use these like i don't know dried bulb dicks as whips or something and so then it just turned into this thing where he started it really Im- it really dicks. imprinted on him as yeah a he had a vision <laughs> he had a vision and he saw it through a, a collection of dicks <laughs> i guess somebody had to do it right yeah well, i guess so cool <laughs> there were cooler things in iceland than that but yeah most All of right. them are so things. highlight of the trip, I guess. Yeah, it's up there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, James. What did you do for the last couple of weeks? Uh, I've been watching lots of movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, 
let's see, I watched uh, Solo, I watched Upgrade. Oh, Upgrade, yeah, I liked that one. Um, I'm trying to think of all the other ones I watched. I watched Upgrade. Other things. Did you like it? Yeah, I think it was an episode that we're going to do eventually. Yeah, we I had some problems with it. Yeah, it's not perfect. Uh, no. I didn't know what to expect, so... Um, I like the actor a lot. But I thought it was really good. I thought it was acted really well, so... Yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, uh, I was solo. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I'm kind of worried. I'm, uh, like, I enjoyed watching it, but I'm glad, like, I didn't see it in theaters or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of take it or leave it. It's just kind of blah. Something I feel like I have to watch, but I would rather it didn't exist. But oh well, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think after that, after Solo came out, now they're talking about slowing down the yeah, I saw that, yeah. Star Wars franchise, which maybe they should. Yeah, you don't need to pump out like two a year. Yeah. Just kill it. I don't watch Star Wars movies, so. On the other hand, Marvel, they do that and they're still, they're going on, they're still on the up, uptick. I don't know. There's a lot more characters though. Yeah, there's more characters. I mean, Star Wars has a pretty, I mean, they've now they've like kind of. X'd out all this stuff that was considered canon. Canon. Uh, once they decided to make the new trilogy of movies, I know, but there's yeah. not as much source material. I don't. Okay, there is a lot. I is mean, there? Is, well, because there, there's been books, there's been comics, there f- there's been video games. Okay, but is been, there like is there sixty years worth of? No, it's not. Quite, every it's not as large as Marvel. That's for sure. No, and there's not as many heroes. Is there like? Well, I I think with Marvel, it's just you're taking all of these standalone franchise comic books right and making it all interconnect where star wars is just it's star wars it's also probably a lot easier to go like to make a team than it is to start with the team and then spread it out you know what i mean yeah i don't know what the fuck i don't know fucking shit about star wars i don't care about star wars um i have been trying to catch up on stuff since i got back because i was behind on all my all my shows all my stories uh I watched, I finished Ozark, the second season. That was pretty good. Did you watch it? No. Did you watch first season? Yeah. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, I watched a much more important TV show. What's that? American Vandal. Oh, I didn't watch that yet. Fucking rules. I watched the first season and I enjoyed it, but it was one of those things where I felt like, I don't think they need to keep making this. Uh, no, that's the actual, that's like the, the, the opposite really? opinion. Yeah, they should keep making them. Is it a different story or the same story? Oh, they never resolved it at the end of the first one. It's a whole different story. They resolved it. No, they didn't. Did they? Yeah. I thought they still didn't come down on who who it was by the end. No, of they they didn't. They they know who did it, but the person gets away with it. Oh, I don't remember. You'll have to remind me after. Um, it's but the second season is good. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's awesome. It's it's way. It's what weird to say. It's more serious than the first. Season. No, really. With like a really poignant, a really poignant like explanation and like, uh, yeah, for like what it's like to grow up in this time of like digital hmm. media, like like with like Instagram and right. social media. It, yeah, it's actually it's actually really it's a good, it's really it's really good. Like I don't know how to. Well, I planned on watching it, but it wasn't one of those things I put at the top of my uh, my list. I guess after the first season, it's nothing's as good as the recreation, like the like this, 
the computer simulation of the hand job scene in the first season. <laughs> but it, the same thing happened to me mm. with this ep- with this season as the the first season where like halfway through it's you start to be like, oh, I wonder who actually like what really happened? Like you yeah. get like Yeah, you actually get invested you actually in, get invested in, in wanting to find out like it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the other thing? I, well, I, oh, I've watched, uh, been watching The Better Call Saul's. I was behind on as well. It's like the best yeah. show. Yeah. Watch Predator 2. Right. You guys watch Predator 2 for yeah. the retro craptacular? Yeah, check out the repo, retro, blah, 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 rep, retro craptacular. Not the easiest name, Aaron. Yeah. It doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> yeah, and that was pretty fun. Yeah, check that there. out with podcast. Uh, James and I went on there. I heard it. It was a, It was a lot of fun. It's different. We should bring a little bit of that. Bring a little bit of that here. Pizzazz. <laughs> a little loose, like a little, little loosey goosey energy. Yeah. Plus, we just need like whipping boys. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get invited back if we're just calling them whipping boys. They'll have us back on. Aaron's coming oh, back wait. on. Oh, wait. Aaron's coming on. Aaron's coming back on our Predator podcast. Right. Anyway, speaking of uh, Predator, that's a movie that we're going to watch, and there's a movie that we did watch. The Predator. Whatever. And well, it's... We already watched it last week. Oh, that's the week before this? <laughs> <laughs> You're getting it mixed up. This thing is not evergreen, guys. Never mind the timelines. Yeah, so uh, the movie we watched today, my pick, Mandy. So what are you going to do with that thing? We're going hunting. So what you hunting? Crazy evil. You think you're so in love? I'll show you love. Oh man, they wronged you. You exceed the cosmic darkness. Glowed from within, strange and eternal. Yeah, 2018's Mandy. Oh, Nicolas Cage at his best. So pretty much what we got here is we got Nicolas Cage. He's working in the Pacific Northwest. He's cutting down trees. He's smoking cigarettes. He's saying no thank you to to, to domestic beers and helicopters. <laughs> he just likes to hang out with his wife or girlfriend. About, you're talking about all the rich character development in this film. Yeah. Well, you get this real sense of what he is. Like, yeah, you get, you get the picture. I'll get into why I think those things are important later on. But he uh, he lives in this like dope ass fucking cabin in the woods. Yeah, with like in this the middle thing, of nowhere. Yeah, with like this cool like. Whole, his whole bedroom is like a window. Like he's just like yeah, in yeah, yeah. nature. Yeah, which you definitely get like an eerie. That would fucking scary That's shit. That's so freaky. In the dark, in the woods. No. Well, goddamn, look over there's a fucking mountain goat or some shit. <laughs> just looking at you. Just looking at you. It's <laughs> like, what's up? You gonna eat that? What's up, goat? What's up? Yeah. I, you must like roll Say over. Say hello to your mother for me. Yeah, yeah. You must roll over and like, the first time you see a bear has got to be kind of freaky. Yeah, I guess if you're you know an outdoor person, and you're used to it. I mean, he's got his wife. With you him. get used to it. I'm saying the first time. <laughs> the first time. Yeah. 
badger. There's a whole bunch of animals yeah. looking at you. And then you're like, how long have you been looking at me? <laughs> anyway, so he hangs out with his wife, who's like a... Mandy. Mandy. The Mandy, who's a uh, artist? Yeah, she's like an artist, but she works at like a, what, a gas station or a convenience store I or think, something? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm guessing they like, I think she owns it. She runs it, I think. It seems like so. That. I'm guessing. In the middle mm-hmm. of fucking nowhere. And she was um, strange to look at. Startling looking. <laughs> She's got a big scar under one eye, down her face. But then, but, but beyond that, she just has like, she has a high forehead. She has and a real, then she's almost like alien looking. She has a real Carrie thing going on. What's and, her name? And her eyes, like one of the pupils is larger than the other. Did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Well, that was really, I also noticed. <laughs> I don't know. Disquieting. I. She's like. There's scenes where she's like, oh, she's like quite striking. Like, she's like, you look kind of beautiful in a sense. And there's other scenes where you're like, you're freaky looking. (laughs) Like, you look like you're going to kill me. Yeah, Yeah, I found her more, uh, I don't know, not freaky, but just. Yeah, Sissy SpaceX. Just sort of strange. Yeah. Uh, Sissy SpaceX. She got a weird look at her too I mean, in that movie. I think a lot of the cast in this movie is chosen because they look specifically odd. strange. Yeah, odd. Except for Nicolas Cage. Yeah, except for Nick Cage. Panos Cosmatos, I think he learned a lot from his father. They have the same <laughs> stylistically. <laughs> totally. They stylistically, I really see. This is really in the vein of Cobra and Tombstone. Yeah. So, yeah, we've done Cobra and Tombstone, and those were directed supposedly by George P. Cosmatos, supposedly. the father. Of Panos Cosmatos, who directed this film. Oh. Well, I yeah. know he was a cameraman on Tombstone. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. The son? The son, yeah. Yeah, this guy. So this is only his second film. and uh, was it Under the Black Rainbow? Beyond the Black, Beyond Rainbow, the Black Rainbow, Rainbow, which I just, by coincidence, happened to watch earlier this year before I even knew this movie was coming out. Um, and so I, was, I felt like I was prepared for the style of Panos Cosmatos, which is pretty fucking weird. Yeah. Uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow has a similar aesthetic in terms of like just how it's lit and the yeah. cinematography, yeah. The, the the sort of synth uh, undertones that are always happening, like the kind of dread, dread sounding, like I don't know. Yeah, like, I love the soundtrack. Is this yeah. a movie? The other soundtrack is really better. Dope experienced awesome. on like LSD or something? <laughs> Maybe. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Possibly. It just seems like <laughs> quite out there. It's pretty trippy. Uh, and of course there's LSD is yeah. used in the movie. Yeah. But we'll get, to get back to the, the, to the bang with this plot real quick, pretty much you got his wife and they live in the woods and they do their thing and they're awesome. And she's sort of a quiet life that they're yeah, living. And, she like reads books, the like core novels and wears like Motley Crue t-shirts. And, <laughs> yeah. and then this cult leader, Caesar wants her, takes yeah. her, kills her. And, Nicholas Cage is out for revenge. Yeah, that's basically a sum sums it up. And holy fucking shit, does he tear things up? <laughs> it's it's pretty awesome. Like he's he's definitely intense. Yeah, he's he's the cage that I want. Yeah, yeah in this movie. Definitely. He's also the cage that I need in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. so great. I mean mm. that that whole scene where he's watching his wife or girlfriend burned to death in that bag with oh, that bag fuck. moving let's talk about oh, that for man. a second okay so this film 
I'm hoping everybody who's listening to this has seen it is visually striking yeah in every way and also it has such a the 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 violence and the things that happen are so disturbing and he has a way of putting like the, the filmmaker of putting you in the scene like you're actually watching it especially with the the burning yeah, sleeping yeah. bag scene yeah where you feel like you're kind of him well, with the bag moving around like that, They're like too? a larva in a like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he has this guy has got a pretty distinct vision. Uh, you feel like well, what did they say? Didn't they say it in the trailer? Like, there's like somebody's like uh, somebody says it like it's like a quote, like a pull quote from like a review. Oh yeah, of like he has an uncompromising yeah vision of what he wants, and it really translates to the screen. Yeah, this is a weird one to rate. Uh, we won't get to the ratings yet, obviously, but uh, it's a weird one to rate because it there's a lot of things that we don't normally calculate when we're rating an action film that you know you would talk about when you're talking about a movie like this: cinematography, uh, lighting, uh, locations, art, art direction, like those kind of soundtrack. things don't really factor. Yeah, yeah, soundtrack. Those things don't really factor into. Yeah. We're not. Yeah, what we normally rate you know what yeah uh, this movie kind of reminded me of in some ways is the uh is it the void oh yeah yeah a little bit I it's got like that. some of that void stuff in it where it's just like it's all atmosphere and practical effects and just stuff happening okay yeah. it's that in that like in that kind of throwback 80s horror movie sense so like i mean like, it's huge props for that yeah, it's a strange mix because on one hand, it's very much like an art house film, but on the other, it does m- bring in these, you know, genre things that we see in horror movies and action movies uh, and use them like very effectively, especially as we're like getting closer and closer to the end. It's like building into this crescendo of violence I, and I, mayhem. I do like how, um, you know, once he decides that he's going to go after them and you know start killing people and he makes this awesome axe yeah he Um, forges that fucker pretty quick yeah (laughs) pretty quick um but every person he kills he kills them individually on their own so they have their own they have their own fight and death scene yeah which is awesome we should talk about some of them so like who's the first person he he kills well, he first goes after these this biker gang okay, that the yeah. cult uses to kidnap his wife. Yeah, let's let's first let's let's back up. Let's and, talk, and about, talk this about this biker gang. gang. So, <laughs> the cult leader said he's this cult leader. How do we describe him? Well, in like a lot of ways, he's a typical kind of weird Christ figure guy. He's got like Jeremiah. He has all these followers that are like just weird looking freaks in his group except for the one girl she's real pretty oh yeah the young girl i got the sense though that she was somebody that they took like a mandy Uh, who wasn't really like super in because he lets her go after he kills yeah like when brother swan when mandy is burning she's the only one not smiling yeah oh and uh so it's kind of to tell you i think that well she also isn't yeah she looks different yeah, she's not freaky looking like the rest yeah. of them. They are fucking freaks. Yeah, well, there's there's always just there's just something a little bit off about them, you know. Like, 
It's not like you'd look at them and be like, oh, you know, but like you would see them and be like, oh, that's a strange looking fucker. Like, I don't know, man. That one guy <laughs> who's waxing his car at the end. With the blonde mullet guy? That guy, guy. fucking creeps me out. <laughs> well, that guy and the guy with the giant chainsaw, you know, they both, they look like they could be Texas Chainsaw family members, you know, like Leatherface's family. If you've ever seen those movies, he, he has like, they're all kind of weird. They're inbred. Fucked up people. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely they, they all up. have that vibe going on. Oh, the chemist is weird looking. Yeah, the chemist guy who makes their uh, their acid or whatever. Anyway, so yeah, so he like meets up with uh with Bill Duke, our cool. hero, Red. Yeah. He meets up with Bill Duke. He's just like, I'm gonna what pure evil. I don't yeah. I don't totally understand the relationship there. He I stored his he stored his uh, crossbow with Bill Duke. Exactly. For Why? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of little things. So here's the thing. Things he, like that. He that, doesn't you know, drink. We're not explaining. Or do drugs. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of insinuated. He ha- it seems to have had a past. Yeah. It seems like he maybe used to indulge and now he's maybe he like Maybe he killed a hiker with a crossbow. <laughs> oh. He did something with that crossbow. Yeah. You can invent your own... Uh, Backstory for it kind of because well I was thinking like the details are sparse you know this movie I was like halfway through I was like three quarters of the way through I was like I hope they never make a sequel to this yeah no 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 but they could make a prequel oh a prequel to explain what brought him to this point right because like when you see maybe a guy Ma- maybe Mandy saved him from yeah the dark past that's what I'm thinking like he that doesn't be yeah he doesn't really talk to his his like partners his friends that are like cutting down trees and shit he does his own thing mandy is like his whole life he yeah. has this secret past seemingly so, yeah. seem well no he well i think it's secret i mean he knows that bill duke's hiding something yeah. keeping his secrets I, I don't know what bill duke is supposed to be like a survivalist kind of guy or something yeah and then the thing is he obviously has a skill you know at killing at ki- <laughs> what killing and tracking and hunting these people down yeah he's not just a nobody yeah he's not me i would have (laughs) fucking died like 15 minutes into this movie i would have died in the forest before the helicopter took off do we learn what the name of the biker gang is i think bill duke says like black skulls or something yeah it's something like that and they're supposed to be a biker gang that has like gone over to the the chemist gave them a bad batch of LSD of, and it is like it permanently, I think so. It's whatever in the jar. Yeah, yeah. And then it like permanently fucked them up, and now they're like these weird. They are like Cenobites from the from fucking Hellraiser exactly. movies. Because they will, like they've got all this weird fucking leather spike shit, yeah. and they have like weird. I don't know why, but they have weird monstrous voices. Yeah, they <laughs> growl and bark. So anyway, the cult leader sees Mandy. <laughs> Let's get back. So the cult leader sees Mandy walking on the on a decides he needs her a road. Yeah. Quote unquote Dirt road Yeah <laughs> Yeah maybe It's like a logging road Like where are they going Yeah And uh, I'm guessing They're going to Actually Probably to like Their cult house Which is quite the house Yeah So anyway He's like uh, I need them I need her Call the Fucking black Yeah Nails In their shirts The Yeah It looks like a mix Between the Cenobites And Slipknot <laughs> But, I don't know. It was more creepy to me than in fucking Slipknot. Well, no, I mean Slipknot. Slipknot's like a goof. So they summon these bikers with, with some the, with the horn, horn of Abraxas. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty fucking cool. And I, you know, when they first come up, I'm thinking 
are these like actual monsters that they're calling yeah. from like the netherworld and that's or some like, shit? They really do a good job of like, are the bikers actually kind of like demons? Yeah. Like at, at first I thought they were. And then you get this story about how they were just permanently fucked from doing these drugs. Well, they offer up the one guy. The fat them. one. Yeah, the fat one. Yeah, as like a some sort of blood Offering, sacrifice. Yeah, and it looks like they cut him open, like they're almost going to drink his blood or something. I don't know. I think it's actually really cool to do this. He says this. to him, blood for blood or yeah. some shit like that. I think it's actually really cool <laughs> what, they're, what they're doing because they're... The, what's, his, what's the director's name? It's hard. Panos Cosmatos. I should have written it down. Panos. Uh, he He's pretty much creating a occult, like black magic or like satanic horror movie with like actual demons. But he's like done just enough to make it like in the real world. Yeah. Which is actually. Could go either, could go either way. And that's part of the whole thing about them doing all the drugs and stuff all the time. It's like what's real and what isn't. Yeah. And you see like the people that are in the cult, they all have like extremely dilated pupils all the time. Mm-hmm. And Nick, like Nick Cage is like the only person who doesn't have those until oh. he later on, he does, he the, does all the Coke, yeah. he does a bunch of Coke. And then he right. takes a, he takes a dab of that crazy concentrated batch of out of the jar shit. And then he puts it on his tongue and he just has this like oh, yeah. burst of like, then he crazy goes, he goes full cage for a second. <laughs> I mean, out of that whole entire place, that place is a shithole. That place is gross. Yeah. And you're gonna take a jar and be like, oh, it's what's like, this? What is this? It's like I did, va- it looks like va- like dirty Vaseline or something. Yeah, I did in that scene. So in Nicholas Cage is at the, in this at this point at the biker gang's hotel or house, and he's fucked shit up. I don't like seeing their demon biker gang kitchen. Because it makes me think, like, <laughs> so do they go get this food? Or, like, are they ordering in? Is like ordering takeout? Is, is this, yeah. like, a skip the dishes situation? <laughs> like it's how not ma- HelloFresh, I'll tell yeah. you that. <laughs> but, uh, so this biker game, so the, the, when the biker game shows up, I thought that was, like, real cool. Yeah, and yeah. that was awesome. And then, it, that is, it is fucking freaky when they go to Nicolas Cage's house. Yeah. And like all they're like standing in the abductor. bedroom. Yeah. An abductor. And there's like the flashing light. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he's explaining to Bill Duke about them. Yeah. No, yeah, man, you get that great cage. Crazy evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> oh, God. This movie's awesome. <laughs> this movie is awesome. Yeah. Um, so Jeremiah Sand. I, I mean. This is like again sparse details in this movie. We don't know much about this cult. He kind of alludes to he was part of some bigger church group or Christian group that they kind of like kicked him out. Like he kind of goes on some rants where he is explaining about how so he could he's a chosen one and they can't see the truth and blah blah blah. He could be a fucking typical, Mormon or something. Typical. Uh, well, he Cage describes them as like weird hippie Christians or something like that. Which there is that. There's like that Manson kind of well, 60s dude, side a, of it. I don't think we can narrow down who they are. They're just a part of some. There's definitely Jesus a, weird um, a Manson tie, even with like the song that he plays. Yeah. Because Manson did like the same kind of thing. There's always going to be, but when it comes to this kind of stuff, there's always going to be a Manson thing. He's too clean to be Manson, though. Yeah. I just mean, has, like, I just mean tying to that face. sort of 60s. Oh, we're hippies, but also we'll like commit acts of violence and yeah, um, yeah. Um, 
There's a scene early in the movie when Cage is in his truck and there's like some evangelist kind of guy on the radio. Do you remember this? No. He's it's he's listening to the radio and it's just like some guy talking about how America's returning to its conservative values and people aren't going to put up with pornography and abortion uh, and and then he like turns it off like in the middle a, of the guy on oh, a side note talking. Like we all agree with that guy though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and it's filth like this that will get you. Yeah, in this, trouble to be honest, Lord. this movie goes against all my core values. <laughs> um, but so yeah, there seems to be some sort of I think underlying well, message there that he's trying to get across. But yeah, but I love that like I, that stuff's awesome. Like cult shit, it's great. Like, yeah, I'm always in horror movies. I'm always a big fan of like cults or like weird ritual things yeah. that are happening and, and stuff like, like when it's whenever it's like especially like right-wing religious like people right, well they're all i mean these, right are, wing. these people are like truly truly bananas. but like but when like when all that stuff they're gets, not that regular no when all that stuff gets kind of mixed together like it's like i don't know a swirling concoction of it, it's this very um i i think it is i, I think it's like it's a very American style of horror movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't think we're, you're not making that movie really in Canada. <laughs> you, I mean, you could make the movie in Canada. He's Canadian, the director. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But um, it's, it's a very American style. Like, yeah. And like, it's, there's little pieces of st- other, you know, like we, okay, those guys look like Cenobites from Hellraiser. Oh yeah. And there's you like get, little, you um, get a bit of Texas chainsaw kind of thing. You get a bit of, I don't know, House of a Thousand Corpses, that kind There's of thing. There's homages to like tons of stuff. But like even like in um in this movie, I thought of like hereditary a couple times when it's got like the the church not Oh yeah, yeah like, the group, the weird cult group. Yeah, and, stuff. and like some of like the um the structures and the way things look and the symbolism and stuff like that. It's it's just it's just a pure pulling from like the a, horror a med- movies, a medley of yeah, like ingredients. It's 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 not hiding its but inspirations. Then, but then apply like then he applies his own like crazy you know visual sense to it that uh, I can't really think of other something else that looks like this movie like other than Beyond the Black Rainbow has a, some similar yeah uh, type of stuff. But like, I, I, can you think of a movie off the top of your head that oh we we haven't talked about the fact that he uses like weird animation for Nick Cage's like sort of nightmares that he's having about Mandy. I think I like that. I I know I can't like I'm not a, that much of a cinephile or whatever to be able to just like pick it out. I can see where I I've, I've seen stuff like this in other films. He just like bumps it up again. Like though his use of like color and yeah, like and red, lighting. A lot of red. <laughs> a lot of red and like his like his like like pulsating lights. Yeah. Cool shot when Nick Cage is driving that car down that dirt road. Uh, and the trees are all red and then like, but yeah. he's like regular color. Like, I don't know, just crazy striking looking images throughout this movie. Well, and, and like the flashing lights and the color usually, you know, coincides with the music too. Right. Yeah. So it's it visually just and tones. yeah, it's like just, just all together. It's uh key like synth tones. Yeah. And the tones are a lot, like a lot of John Carpenter and it's like Carpenter. If you took away all the like. I don't know. It's like, it's just like this. It's just like slowed down and stripped totally bare and just like, just trying to set a mood without actually being music or, or something. It's actually got a kind of a stranger things. Yeah. yeah. But again, stranger it's, things it's, to it's, me it's is a, more carpentry, but it's more bassy. I, I, 
I don't fucking know. <laughs> we're getting too much of the nuance. This is too much. This is not what people came here to listen to. Let's talk about Let's people talk getting, about getting fucking killed. People chopped up. All right. So <laughs> that biker scene. So he finds these bikers. Yeah. And this is the first on his checklist of like, we're going to take these guys I'm gonna, out first. The most horrible things in this movie, probably. He fucking destroys these bikers one by one. Yeah, he crossbows the one off the bike, but they end up capturing him there. Yeah, but he runs over that guy, doesn't he? Yeah, he runs over that guy, but that causes him to crash, and then he wakes up and he's chained in there. Right, fucking disgusting. Yeah, hovel. <laughs> Which there's like a a pit. Yeah, there's a pit or something. There. I guess they get rid of bodies down it. I don't know. I don't know. That's where it mixes that like. Is it like a There's supposed a to be a symbolism of like it's like uh, it's like to hell. hell? It's yeah. like a it's like a. They climbed up out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of detail you can just fill in on your own if it's just suggestions. So he's got the big fight in like the kitchen living room. Yeah. He throws one down the pit. Yeah. And then he's yeah. got, he fights that tough, the tougher one. Tougher one. That's the one he already wounded, right? I think. Well, he No, the, 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 the last one he fights is the one where he shoots, he crossbows him in the neck. Yeah. And the guy the just, just kind of shakes it, it off. Yeah. Keeps fighting him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so he has that fight with that guy where he slashes open his throat and it just f- gu- like gushing fountains of blood yeah. in his face and he's just like laughing yeah, with yeah. like blood in, all over his face and in his mouth. That's like uh, when he stuck the end of the axe into that one guy's yeah, mouth. Oh, yeah. Swan. yeah, yeah. So he and moves blood everywhere. So he yeah, and the gurgling sound. Yeah, the gurgling sound. And he's sound. just like pushing it further in. That's a great kill. Yeah. That. I that's my favorite kill. <laughs> it was pretty brutal. <laughs> I think it's really good. So when so he like he takes his like his axe and he like shoves it in his mouth. Yeah, he has a spike on the end of it. Yeah, and the spike is getting bigger and it's also curved. Yeah. So it's just like going into his mouth and it's actually moving down his throat and out the back mm-hmm. and there's just blood pouring the gurgling yeah. sounds are divine <laughs> but it's so great because he uh before he gets mouth axed he's like talking about how oh how mandy how mandy burned mandy burned yeah and it's so satisfying to like see him like get fucking just wrecked yeah <laughs> yeah um Oh, uh, what is it? You know, he fights that weird fucker with a giant chainsaw, and he's got he has an, his own cha- regular chainsaw. Well, at that he's point. coming. Yeah, he's, he's go, yeah. So he well, so he first then he crossbows Blondie. Blondie. Oh, no, 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 Blondie doesn't get crossbowed. He gets oh, he gets man, a, the giant yeah, axe thrown into his head, which is one of the most visually satisfying <laughs> scenes. It's just like a silhouette. It's a silhouette <laughs> of him just getting an axe to the head. Yeah, just like and, funk. <laughs> and then he picks up a chainsaw. Yeah, and then you're like, oh. And he's trying to start it, trying like, to start it. Yeah, but he's like, oh, yeah, remember the beginning of the movie when he's cutting? He, this, yeah, he's a logger. He's handy with a chainsaw. He's that shit. But then that other guy has a fucking, like, King Kong yeah. <laughs> fucking chainsaw. I don't know much about chainsaws, but that looks like a big fucking chainsaw. It's like three times the length of a normal one. And so his chainsaw never actually gets started, I don't think. No, he ends up using it, like, to block... Oh, it does start after that. It does that. start eventually. He, blo- he first blocks some blows with it, with the other guy's giant one, and then he gets it started and he cuts that guy on the side. Oh, that's right. And and, uh, and then that guy gets a wicked kill. 
Yeah, because as he falls on, well, then he falls on it. Yeah, he they they both drop their chainsaws. So then, (laughs) you think that Nicolas Cage is gonna go because they keep showing the big chainsaw, like, and you're like, oh, he's gonna go for the big chainsaw because like the other guy's got the little chainsaw now, and no, what does he do? He picks up a giant chain. Yeah, and he's just like Hercules around his head, and the guy's like, what the, what are you doing? He kind of like does a pause. And then he wraps it around his neck and pulls and just fall. Like I, I, I really like about this scene, like as far as like action movies go is it kind of falls into the diehard. Like for me, um, of how the action works in the movie where he, he doesn't, he doesn't just pull the guy. Like it looks like, no, he actually has to fall backwards To like be like, oh no, this guy's way bigger than him. This doesn't make any sense unless he does this. And it gives it the sense of like reality. Yeah. And then he just pulls him towards the giant chainsaw. <laughs> and then it just shows him on the chainsaw and blood going it's everywhere. Oh yeah, because he's laying kind of on some gravel and it's just like spraying out further yeah. and further. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's great. We don't see him kill mother. What's her face? No, but I... Um, I I was when where I'm watching it though I'm like she because she's like oh I'm like a, the best lover like yeah. I'm like I'm like waves and you're the hard rock or something <laughs> a real sexy time and uh, I was like oh man because then it just cuts to like him in like the altar yeah with, uh, with Jeremiah Jeremiah. And I'm like, I hope he fucking, I hope he throws the head in. Oh, you were hoping that? Yeah. I was like, oh, I hope <laughs> he just like throws the head in. Just rolls in. He's and like, I, no. <laughs> I was so satisfied. <laughs> yeah. I like yeah. to think that's Jeremiah's mom. <laughs> oh, gross. And he was sleeping with her. I mean, in this kind of group. I guess that would make sense, really. You never know. She I is, she is called was. Mother something. And the other guy's brother, Swan. But I mean, that could just be their titles. That's just how know. Christians talk to each other. I had these, these, these are your everyday Christians it's, you run into. I had no man. I remember being like, I remember being like in my twenties, and I was like, oh yeah, man. Like I met this girl, and a friend of mine is like, he's a Christian guy, and he's like, is she a sister? And I'm like, is she a what sister? What are you talking about? I am like, I'm not. I, I thought I'm like, do you think she? No, she's white. Which is like, why? Why would you? It doesn't matter, but. And I'm like, then I'm like, no, she's like, he's using the terminology, but yeah, he's like, no, she's like, she like, you know, she's sister she in the cool, Lord. cool with God. And I'm like, I don't she know down with the G.O.D. <laughs> I don't know. She did give me that side hug. <laughs> so yes, side hug. <laughs> Christian side hug. Got to give him that Christian side hug. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, we come to, oh, we forgot he does go to kill the chemist as well. The chemist scene is fucking. That scene is fucked. Awesome. The it's tiger. so cool. Especially since he doesn't talk. No. And the he, chemist does. He also doesn't kill the chemist, I don't think. Does he not? I don't think so. No, because the chemist has nothing to do with what he's. Why does he go to see him then? I think he's looking for where they are. He knows oh. that, that the they sell drugs for the chemist. Right. Oh, so he gets the information from him. So, yeah. So he like just. He th- I think the chemist thinks he's going to die because he lets the tiger go. Yeah, he says something about the tiger, and then when the- Nicolas Cage doesn't even say anything. He's like, you're right, you're right, and then he like lets it go. Yeah, he he says, yeah. well, it's like they're telepathic, I think, at that point. <laughs> like I, I think he's supposed to be like reading 
Because they're both on that fucked up shit that he yeah. <laughs> And he like lets the, so the tiger is all fucked up on LSD. You get that crazy shot of the tiger with like the sort of red sky background. At the like end. Moon or whatever. <laughs> but yeah. So like he lets the tiger go and I think he just tells them because he says go north. And then the, the tiger like howls like or whatever. Yeah. yeah snarls or whatever. But yeah. But I don't think he kills them. I don't think so. When he goes to where that church is, and it's through those weird canyons of fucking the strange tunnels. jagged rocks and stuff. Yeah. It's just like otherworldly, like he's on another planet. Like, Yeah, it's like he's like going through like tunnels on Mars. Yeah. Uh, and then the way, I don't know, the whole shot with like the church burning and shit at the end. But uh, we're skipping uh, him killing Jeremiah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else. It's a, I, it's a head squeeze. It's like a vice. <laughs> well, it, it's Jeremiah's blabbering on and on about how he's so great and he's God's chosen, and Nick Cage is just scum and blah. He can't kill him. You bow down to me, motherfucker. Yeah, and then he's like, I'll like, suck your dick. Yeah, I'll yeah. <laughs> suck your dick. When he said that, I was and laughing like, so hard. Oh, yeah. Cause he's just like, cause at that point he's like any other charlatan. Yeah. Oh like, man, I'll suck your yeah. dick. Suck your dick. The, 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 the facade falls away. Yeah. Just and like then, desperation to, to live. And, uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, when he said that, I'm like, oh man, he's fucking been here before. Like somebody's had his, like somebody's been like, I'm going to kill you. And he's just like, just fucking pull her down, man. <laughs> and, uh, and then, but then he gets like really like righteous, like indignation after he knows that that's not going to work. And he's like, all right, well, no, I'm actually like a god or whatever. And then Nicolas Cage has the ultimate release when he just like. Yeah. Squeezes his yeah. gall until it like caves in. His yeah, eye like, like pops out. Cronenberg <laughs> shit. Or even like, there's even a Jason kill in one of the Friday the 13th like that. But it's just so, so ridiculous to think that a human could, yeah, could crush do that. another human skull in his hands. But then he almost like he's it's like he's, he's coming. It's like he ejaculates. Yeah, it he's is, like, ah. it, is, it is very sexual. And I know like having that you sent me that link, the Esquire thing, about like Nicolas Cage talking about his like Oh yeah, going through all going through movies and, and stuff. I can just imagine him like pontificating on he's like, Yeah, well this is a very like sexual like oh, moment. Totally. Like he, he talks like that about the stuff. Yeah. And, uh, that's pretty it was pretty great. Yeah. Not my favorite kill in the movie, but it was awesome. It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there's any complaints about the kills in this movie. No. No. Pacing's I mean, a bit slow, but it's a slowly paced movie, but I think very purposely. Like it's it reminds me of um Brawl and Cell Block ninety nine in that regard. Did you guys watch that? I haven't watched Fawn? it yet. I well it's, I, it's remember it's I wanted to watch that movie and I said I asked you, I'm like, you think this is an action movie? And you said it wasn't. It's not really. It's very slowly paced and it and it builds and builds. And then finally at the end, you get this same sort of cathartic release of extreme violence. Uh, Just like fucking. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not unlike. Cathartic release. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of this. This is probably, probably my second favorite movie I've seen this year so far. Uh, After what? Uh, sorry to bother you, probably. But, yeah. So that means you must have rated this higher than Mission Impossible. <laughs> I don't know. Not in terms of being an action movie, because it's not really an action movie. We get to have some action in the last no third. I no, guess. and I think that this this is a 
problem. Uh, not a, a problem. It's it's something that we're coming across though. Like where as we're expanding what we consider an action movie, like out for the podcast, is that for a straight up action movie, like say you have like Die Hard mm-hmm. as your standard bearer. I mean, like does this compare? In the same way, it's completely different. It's completely world different movie. Yeah. Like it's it's totally its own. It's not even a traditional horror movie. Like it's no. totally its own thing that's going on here. Yeah, and like we said, it brings in elements of other you know action and horror and that kind of stuff. But it's very much, you know, a singular kind of yeah movie. And I think that's what's kind of fun about our list is it's our list. Like this is very much just three guys who like to watch movies decided to make a list. This is by no means going to be anybody else's ultimate list of action movies. Well, I think with this movie, especially the killing rampage he goes on is, I mean, that's all action. Like once, once he gets free and then forges that ax and then starts, awesome ax. You know, and then it starts going on a rampage. It's like any other action movie. Yeah, if we cut out, if we if you took this movie and you knocked the first half an hour, forty five minutes off of it, well, you kind of have three chapters, right? Oh yeah. And he gives you title cards even for them. I can't remember what the first one's called, and then the second one is the children of whatever they call themselves, the cult about the cult, and then the third one, once he forges the axe, is Mandy. Is Mandy? Yeah. And you get that title, and it looks like a total like black metal. Oh yeah. Band logo. <laughs> Um, so it's definitely like three parts and I really feel like the third one is where everything, you know, goes crazy. But it's, I love the, without like the first parts give it the ability to be a horror movie as well. Yeah. There's total, it's just total drenched in atmosphere. Yeah. And then you're building and building to something, right? Uh, that's something I like. I like, I can deal with that slow burn. Um, I wasn't sure. I actually was wondering what you were going to think of the pacing of this movie because you're the pacing guy. Well, I thought the pacing was slow. Uh, that's why I gave it a six for pacing mm-hmm. because it, it was kind of slow, but I think the killing made up for a lot of it. <laughs> well, you, should watch, you should watch Brawl and Cell Block yeah, 99. <laughs> killing makes up for so much. Eh? Oh, it does. I know, right? Like a good kill just well, like... that satisfaction. Like you I can probably see a shrink. <laughs> what do you mean? I have movies. <laughs> they're doing the they're doing the heavy lifting. Yeah. 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 Well, let's just go ahead and give our ratings then. I mean, I gave this movie uh, my opinion, like my uh, sorry my my reaction was a nine. I really liked it a lot. Uh, overall, I I gave it an eight, which I think is the highest of the three of us. Yeah, my reaction is nine, and overall seven point six. Yeah, mine reaction is also a nine, and mine ends up being an eight. I altered a couple things. I don't know if it showed up on your guys. No, it doesn't. But I mean, like that shows how much we really like love this movie. And I yeah. think that if we were doing the horror cast or something like that, if this was a horror horror or something. I mean, we would it'd be a different total. Yeah, I mean, like like we were talking about, like there's a lot of things about this movie that aren't things that we normally factor into the scores. Uh, no, but I mean, like I I don't think. I think that we all highly recommend this. If you're into... Well, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone, though. No, I'm, I was about to say, like, if you're into, like, I'd say, real, true, more auteur horror films, if you're into, like, the... 
you want something to, like very different, you know, fucked up, trippy, trippy, um, if like re- inc- demon stuff, artistic, but still gives you yeah. that the violent like art house, <laughs> like art house horror. Yeah. I mean, if it is bloody, it's very, it is it's very blood. violent. It's one of the most bloodiest movies we've watched. Yeah, probably. It'd be up there. Like, yeah. So that being said, overall score is 7.9. Holy shit. <laughs> Where does that put it? That is tied. Tied with two movies, one of which came out this year, Avengers Infinity War, and the other, Total Recall. Now, I know where I'm putting this movie. I know where I'm putting it. So who should go first? Well, you guys sound like you know. I'm I'm struggling here. I'm putting this above Total Recall. I liked it more. I would definitely put it above Avengers. I'm putting it right in the middle. That's what I would lean towards. And... Mostly because Total Recall feels it's like something that's more, way more rewatchable, I guess, to me. Yeah. Like Mandy's not something you're just going to throw on for They're fun. pop that in. <laughs> I mean, it's a movie I will definitely be re- revisiting for sure. Yeah. Like I have these but movies that Total like... Total Recall I, is like a classic, you know? It's totally This hasn't had time to, to make its mark, you know, if you will. Well, it's rewatchable. I mean, just Total Recall is rewatchable. It's quotable. It's got lots of action. It's, you know, it's funny. I, it's, it's, yeah. I actually, I think you guys are totally right. I really, what I thought was going to happen was that we were going to end up being split three ways. Oh yeah. But it was going to end up there. And I think it's totally fair for it to end up at what are, as our new number nine after Total Recall and before Avengers Infinity War. Um, it's, it's a really good fucking movie. Like, if you yeah. want, if you like Nicholas, we we never even really went down the Nicholas Cage rage cage, full rage cage in this movie. Cage is awesome; he's fantastic. He and I hope this means we're going to see more good movies because I mean he's been in a slew of shit for several but years. It, this yeah. just shows what can happen when he actually gives a shit. Well, also when the right person comes along and says, "Hey, I've got this project that you you I want you to be involved in." Oh. Yeah, um, the budget on this was only like six million. So that's the thing I heard. So oh, yeah. Nicholas Cage got offered to be Jeremiah, right? Years ago, and he didn't want to. Yeah. And he didn't want to. He wanted to be the Red. Yeah. yeah. And uh, originally, I guess he wanted Red to be someone much younger. The Panos Cosmatos. I could see that. Because he was looking at it like as a, a like a age war thing. But oh, okay, uh, I'm glad that uh, it ended up being Nick Cage. I mean. Yeah, I feel Nick bad. Nick Cage with that huge axe screaming his lungs out. What, oh. what more could you want out of life? I wish I did more research for this movie. Oh, shit. You know what we didn't talk about? Mm. Cheddar Goblin. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> What's up with that Cheddar Goblin, yo? <laughs> That's the best thing ever. Oh, man. Well, let's cook. As a type of Can macaroni we watch the Cheddar Goblin right now? Um, you guys should go online and watch the... The, the fake ad for Cheddar Goblin mac and cheese from this from this film. It's a uh, what a weird little. <laughs> I was cracking up. Oh jeez, dying. Uh, let's <laughs> let's close this out. But uh, what are we? Oh, what are we talking about next? Oh wait, so yeah, then it would, we would go to James again. So my pick for next is going to be Resident Evil. Oh shit, Mila. I haven't you seen it watch, in a long time. You want to watch all seven of them or whatever? It no, is. no, the first one. <laughs> okay, okay, first Resident Evil. All right, awesome. Well, 
Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, please like us on iTunes uh, or just rate us on iTunes. It doesn't even matter. It's bad. Just give us a rating. Uh, it really helps drive it. Uh, tell people about us if you like this. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. You know, all that shit. Oh, check James and I out on, on uh, the Retro Craptacular, uh, our friend Aaron's podcast. And we'll see you guys next week.